Yo, what is going on? And welcome to a very special uh, first Friday All-Star edition of the Technical Talk Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk that Clippers and Suns game that we saw last night and the conclusion of the NBA's first half of the regular season. And we'll also get to the Celebrity and Rising Stars game that just wrapped up a couple of minutes ago. This is a good episode. It's a fun episode. Hang tight. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to Technical Talk. You're out of your mind. There is no way that LeBron will ever be Jordan. Nobody will ever be Jordan, okay? Okay, LeBron's a better rebounder and passer. Will you let me finish? Can you, can you let me finish? Call me when LeBron has six championships. Is that your only argument? It's the only argument I need, Sean. All right, so hopping right into the Los Angeles Clippers and Phoenix Sun game that we saw last night at the Footprint Center running through the Clippers season catch-up. The Clippers came in fifth in the Western Conference at 32 wins and 28 losses. They held a 17-15 and 15 road record. Only three teams in the Western Conference have a road record of 500 or above heading into the All-Star break. And they held an 18-15 and 15 record against the Western Conference. My pregame thoughts and analysis for the Los Angeles Clippers, you know, health and availability of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and their contribution to team success is paramount. You know, both Kawhi and PG were listed as available yesterday. Uh, with Kawhi and PG available, the Clippers are 18-9 and nine with them together on the floor as a duo. You know, without Paul George, the Clippers are six and eleven, and without Kawhi Leonard, the Clippers are ten and seventeen. You know, the key to postseason success for the Los Angeles Clippers is definitely going to be these two, and whether or not they can be on the court and healthy together long enough to make a playoff push, and for them, a finals push. Uh, defense is the Clippers' strong suit overall. They rank 21st in offensive rating, but they have uh, a ranking of 11 in defensive rating. A look at their defensive numbers against the West is important uh, because of the juggernaut that the Phoenix Suns are going to have post-All-Star break with the addition of Kevin Durant. And a well-equipped defense is definitely going to be necessary to survive and advance in the seemingly always high-scoring Western Conference at the moment. You know, the Clippers rank first in the Western Conference in opponent points per game, seventh in the West in opponent rebounds a game, fourth in opponent assists per game, third in opponent field goal percentage per game, and tenth in opponent three-point percentage per game. Uh, The makings of a rare, almost universal top-ten defense. Getting into the Phoenix Suns' uh, catch-up, they came in last night fourth in the Western Conference at 32-27. and 27. Overall, they held a 20-9 home record, and they had a 21-14 record against the Western Conference. My thoughts and analysis for the Suns, you know, this team just gave up quite a bit to obtain the services of KD. And in the repeating words of Charles Barkley on TNT pregame, each and every time the Suns are getting ready for a game, sacrifices are going to have to be made. Uh, And they will have to be made offensively when KD is ready to go for the Suns. But before heading into the All-Star break, this game was a chance to see the Suns audition one last time for what would seemingly be their future number one option. 
And for one of the few occasions this season, the central core of Aiden Booker and CP3 were all healthy and playing. Uh, something that obviously has come few and far between as the breakdown for the trio. CP3 has only played 14 games with DeAndre Aiden this season, 18 games with Devin Booker. DeAndre Aiden has played 28 games with Devin Booker. So with all those numbers scattered all over the place, another crack at developing some chemistry between the three before KD is introduced is greatly appreciated. Uh, This just helps them uh, get more minutes as a team and really settle in before they have to adjust again to, uh, you know, uh, crater uh, offensively and Kevin Durant. Um, this game was also interesting in the fact that the Suns bench hasn't exactly produced and contributed. Uh, they average just 28 points per game, you know, which is good for an NBA rank of 25. Uh, something that, you know, if it keeps occurring come playoff time, isn't going to lend them any favors. Uh, for the game summary, I don't have a lot. Uh, the Clippers started hot early and it was nice to see. It really gave a glimpse of what this offense could be when everything goes consistently. We've seen a few games from them this season where they just have nuclear shooting performances. And early in this game, it felt like we were just going to see them, you know, completely blow the Suns out of their own arena. Uh, But then the turnover bug bit them. Uh, Turnovers for the Clippers were huge yesterday. Um, And really, you know, the Clippers go two ways. Uh, Last night they had 14 turnovers. Uh, Games where they are great offensively don't typically lend themselves to a lot of turnovers from the Los Angeles Clippers, and that's something just to keep an eye on because when the Clippers are sloppy, they get really sloppy. Uh, It's not just a few turnovers here and there, a few missed shots here and there. Um, And definitely last night, you know, Kawhi Leonard didn't have the best – uh, shooting performance. I think he started 0 of 9, uh, which won't lend you anything. And that was just really disappointing to see them uh, with not even a full Suns team uh, playing them. Like, of course, Devin Booker is available. CP3 was available. DeAndre Aiden was available. So you had the core. Uh, but, you know, it's just you, in games like this, you have to clean up the mistakes and you have to put your best foot forward because this team is about to get a lot better. Uh, but, you know, for the Suns uh, moving forward, Josh Okoge really stepped up uh, in the absence of uh, McCall Bridges, obviously, as he was shipped to Brooklyn. And I was interested to see how and who for the Suns could step into another, uh, I want to air quote this, with primary scoring role. I'll call it a third scoring role um, for them. And he definitely provided uh, his final box score for Josh Okogie last night was 24 points, 5 assists and, I mean, 5 rebounds and 1 assist in 41 minutes. He actually led the way in minutes, uh, playing more than Chris Paul at 33 and also playing more than DeAndre Aiden at 32. That's obviously not going to last with uh, Kevin Durant coming in, but you know, that's going to be a spark that they're going to need. But I was very impressed last night with Terrence Mann. 26 points for the Clippers, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, uh, Kawhi, you know, as I stated earlier, didn't have the best shooting night. So for the Clippers, uh, the production of Terrence Mann really lended them a lot of favors. Eric Gordon's going to be big for them once he gets settled into his role. He made a couple of key shots uh, early, which I felt like 
you know, contributing in late game situations for the Clippers going into the postseason, going into the second half of the regular season, it becomes more and more important having these guys uh, to support your stars, uh, especially uh, if they can get Russell Westbrook in. I know a lot of people aren't very fond of Russell Westbrook, but uh, him for the Clippers seems to to be, you know, a good match. Um, looking at scoring production, looking at, you know, what he can bring, uh, if he can embrace whatever role uh, Ty Lu asks him uh, to embrace. So for both teams, you know, they're obviously going completely, I don't want to say completely different directions as they're both contenders in the West, and I feel like they can both definitely make runs but uh, the Clippers just have, you know, they have little things to clean up. They have their turnovers. They have their health uh, and availability of their two stars while, you know, Phoenix is going into unknown territory with only 20-odd uh, games left or so. Uh, you know, adding Kevin Durant in and then having to figure out the bench for Monty Williams is completely different than Ty Lue in the Clippers situation. So, it would be interesting uh, to see. This will probably be the last game uh, without Kevin Durant uh, in the lineup for the Suns. Uh, I'm not too particular on the Suns' schedule, but I think that he will most likely play coming out of the All-Star break. Um, that's going to do it for our game summary of the game last night. I'm super excited to talk about the celebrity and uh, next up game. And that'll come right after this. So the NBA uh, celebrity game, uh, which happens annually, wrapped up about two hours ago. Uh, the teams were coached by former NBA player Dwayne Wade and current Utah Jazz owner Ryan Smith. Um, team D. Wade was composed of Nicky Jam, Jesser, Simu Liu, uh, Hassan Minaj, Janelle Monet, Arike Ogumwale, uh, 21 Savage, Ramvir Singh, Francis Tiafo, and Alex Toussaint. Uh, and Team Ryan was composed of Kane Brown, Corday, Diamond DeShields, Calvin Johnson, Mar, uh, Marcus Mion, The Miz, Everett Osborne, Ozuna, Albert Pujols, Guillermo Rodriguez, and Cinqua Walls. Uh, the celebrity game was really fun. I don't really have a lot of standout memories. DK Metcalf is a monster. I could definitely see him having uh, a little bit of an NBA career if his life had gone differently. Uh, some notable events, obviously, was Janelle Monet being confused uh, as soon as she got in the game, playing defense on her own team instead of offense. Uh, you also had Richard Jefferson being not only an announcer, but a referee and a player this game, he actually had two dunks. Richard Jefferson can, uh, Richard Jefferson could still get up. Uh, but it was an overnight. It was a great night uh, overall. Excuse me. Uh, a lot of air balls. If you're playing a game like I was playing, I took a shot for every air ball. And I do not want to reveal how I feel post-game. Um, but, you know, the celebrity game is always fun. You get to discover new celebrities that maybe you don't hear about uh, in your day-to-day -day life and, uh, you know, just good vibes all around. Donovan Mitchell was courtside. Donovan Mitchell is living it up back in Utah. Um, but, you know, celebrity game, good times. Um, I don't even remember who won. <laughs> but uh, 
we'll get you to the NBA next up game um, right after this. All right. So for our first night wrap up and concluding uh, game, it was the NBA Jordan Rising Stars game. Uh, this is the second year of the new three-game mini tournament format with NBA rookies, sophomores, and a team of G League players uh, slash G League Ignite players. Um, getting to the team rosters, you had Team Pal, which was composed of Paolo Bancaro, uh, last year's over, uh, this year's, sorry, number one overall pick from the Orlando Magic. Uh, he's actually the current favorite for rookie of the year, averaging 19.9 points per game, 6.6 rebounds per game, and 3.6 assists on 41.9% from the floor uh they also had ben matherin from the pacers um Jaden ivy scotty barnes from the raptors one of my favorite players in the nba jose alvarado uh who's a great nba story um and the box stats just really don't do him justice of what he brings to new orleans every night uh, i highly recommend looking into him as a player uh keegan murray from the kings andrew nimhart from the pacers uh then you had team darren uh darren williams uh, you had Franz Wagner from the Magic, the sidekick to uh, Paolo Bancaro. Uh, you had Io Dosumu replacing the injured Jalen Green. You had Al Perrin Singoon from the Rockets, Trey Murphy III from the Pelicans, AJ Griffin from the Hogs, Bones Highland from the Clippers, and Walker Kessler from the Jazz. Uh, and finally for team uh, Joachim Noah, you had Evan Mobley from the Cavs, Josh Giddy from the Thunder, Jalen Williams. The first round Jalen on the Thunder, not the second round Jalen with a Y. There are two. Uh, Jeremy Sohan, Quinn Grimes, Jabari Smith, Tari Eason replacing the engine Jalen Duran. And, uh, you know, it was actually good to see the young Rockets team getting some love this weekend, uh, even with no Jalen Green. Uh, then finally, you had the G League team. Uh, coached by um, Jason Terry, City Sissoko, Scoot Henderson, who's probably going to go number two in the draft overall, Mojave King, Kenny Lofton Jr., Mac McClung, who's also in tomorrow's dunk contest, Leonard Miller, and Scotty Pippen Jr. The target score in the first two games, uh, which was Team A and Team B, uh, was to 40, and Team C and Team D, obviously, to 40. Uh, the target score of the final was the winner of game one and the winner of game two was 25. Um, Team Powell won the first game. Uh, game two, uh, Joaquin and Jason. Uh, it was a fun game. You know, you had Michael Clung coming on strong. He had 10 points. Uh, I almost had a reverse two-hand jam to get us ready for tomorrow's dunk contest uh, for the losing team. Uh, Trey Murphy the third also is in the dunk contest tomorrow. I had a little bit of a showcase, uh, had a little dunk early in game two. Jeremy Sohan, best hair in the NBA, by the way. Um, if if I could dye my hair without fear of losing it, uh, actually Google him if you haven't seen Jeremy Sohan because his hair changes like every week. Uh, but you know, if I if 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 I wasn't gonna lose my hair by putting that much color in it, I'd gladly join the club. Um, he had a huge uh, slam too. You know, it was close until uh, team uh, Joe Kim pulled away. You know, Josh Giddy, man. Josh Giddy can ball. I'm excited to see him with the Thunder over the next uh, five to ten years. Uh, the jersey's on the way, man. If you, if you didn't get a chance, if you haven't watched the Thunder, like I said in uh, the episode yesterday, if you haven't gotten to see the Thunder play basketball, one of the best league pass teams around, 
And in this final stretch, they have a lot of good games. I covered them in yesterday's episode. So if you'd like to preview some of those matchups that you'll see for the Thunder, and if you'd like to buy League Pass, um, you can go ahead and listen to yesterday's episode. But uh, obviously, Quentin Grimes uh, had the pull-up three to move the team to the finals. Uh, Grimes had 13 points, three steals. Shout-out to the Knicks, man. So the championship was Team Gasol against Team Noah. Um First and foremost, I mean, just to go back, who let Paolo Gasol get Paolo Bancaro and Ben Matherin? Like, they're the first and second place, the odds and favorites for Rookie of the Year this year. So I really don't know who allowed them, who allowed him to choose that. But uh, moving on, uh, the last game was fun. But, man, like, Jose Alvarado and... um, Quinn Grimes was just so fun to watch, man. Like, Jose Alvarado hit the game winner, actually bet Donovan Mitchell uh, a dinner. He said it was a dinner, but, you know, if you were watching, I saw 100 I don't know whether it was $100 or $100,000, but he definitely is uh, in a little bit of debt with Jose Alvarado, uh, who actually was the game's MVP. But, man, like, the league is looking up, man. Like, just in general, like, these dudes can hoop, um, and you might not see them on TNT. You might not see them on ESPN every night, but you know, just be on the lookout. That's why I always say um, this league is uh, the only league in the world where you could get so many stories and so many just different backgrounds, and that's just what makes it a fun league. That's what makes me love this league. That's what makes me love to cover this league for you all. Um, even if it's not the best, even it's, it's just, you know, it's just one of the best things that I get to do. Um, and the game of basketball is ever evolving and yeah, it's the first night. This was only the first night of all-star week. We still have two more tomorrow's the three point contest and the dunk contest. You'll definitely be getting a great episode again tomorrow gonna tell you, uh, my odds on favorite for the dunk contest. I don't really know. Um, who we're going to pick right now. So I'm going to think about that overnight. But thank you um, for listening. Have a great weekend. And last but not least, enjoy.
call back, man. I, I called in for another appointment. I figured you weren't going to be back here on time anyway. Look, I just want to get out the house, man. This man is on one. He's feeling good. And I'm up. But I'm trying to get my thing going, too. I'm going to Maryland house. Just bring my car back. He made it. He's feeling good. Look, listen to him. got a big old fat Girl, girl, I want your body. I want your body. Cause of that big old fat. Girl. See, hell. I want your he body. He ain't even tripping off them dominoes no more. Just bring the car back. Did somebody say domino?